Welcome to the Give Them Something to Talk About podcast brought to you by She Tribe. Hi, fam. If, if you're out walking listening to this, I hope that you're kind of swinging your hips as that music Ooh. plays, maybe doing a little step touch, a little snap, a little snap, <laughs> a, a little snap, a, because when we play this song at the beginning, I kind of like do this little thing with my shoulders where I, I do a little dance. It, it, is, it is all in the shoulders. And I think every time we say where we'd like this to be played and we've said in labor, at our wedding, as a general background song, I'm going to upgrade it to... I'm going to make this my shower song. Now when you get in the shower and you're like, you become Beyonce, like <laughs> it's like the hot water coming down. I put my bathroom fan on. So it is very bathroom fan vibes, but first thing, and, and you know what, there's no words. So you just, you gotta just hum it like, da, na, 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 you know? Yeah. This song like haunts me in my dreams. <laughs> I need to pass listening to it outside of this, out of this environment, but I do hope you guys listen to it and you feel good vibes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We're over here trying to upgrade our lives. We'll talk about that in a bit, but David did configure my microphone stand on a lighting stand because Allie and I are influencers in this space. And I got to tell you, Allie, it hits different when it's in a stand, you know? Yeah, well, I, I don't know because I mine's, I don't have a fancy stand. I'm sitting here hunched over, <laughs> leaning into like a m- micro microphone, a little microphone, trying to make it work, trying to make oh this work. We don't know what the heck we're doing. We're not like audiologists. Oh my gosh, we are not sound mixers. But if you are one, please send us a deal. Please help us. This please is, slide this in. This is hard. Guys, so... um. What a weekend. What a freaking exciting weekend. You may or may not have heard that we have new Alex in what is probably the most popular house, AKA the White House. (laughs) I did not know what you were going to say there. (laughs) Allie, have you been in the White House? Um, I I haven't like been invited in, but I've been... (laughs) I've been outside a few times. I, I oh. went recently. I went like in March, right before COVID. Remember? Oh my gosh. I, I had a work trip that. to DC. Okay. You were such a DC girl. It's nostalgic. I, cause I hadn't been there since like eighth grade. Okay. For my yeah. field trip. Let me tell you a little story about my eighth grade field trip. So yes, we were all supposed to go to DC. Was I on board? Yes. And then I got a terrible case of strep throat, strain C, if you know what I mean. And I unfortunately couldn't go. And now I'm illiterate because I've never been to DC. Oh, that's sad. No, honey, if someone could please start to go fund me so that Hope can go to DC. <laughs> that's like, you've seen every show that takes place in DC, like Scandal, no. Designated okay. Survivor. Yes. There's, there's others. West Wing. House of Cards. Ooh. I mean, pretty much every show is in DC. No, I know. And like, for some reason, the, the entire set doesn't matter except for the Oval Office, in which case it's, it's built in excruciating detail. It always does yeah. that in the middle. Right. Which is very much on the lot in, in like Warner Brothers in, uh, <laughs> what's it called? We both lived in LA and I'm blanking here. Yeah. Wait, is it not the Warner Brothers studio? Or yeah, the- but what's like that whole area, like Studio City and- Oh, wait, Allie, I'm just connecting the fact that Studio City is where- the old studios were, which makes sense why the Studio City Hotel that's there is where the Munchkins lived when they filmed um, Willy Wonka. So, oh, fun fact. There, we'll include it in the show notes. 
is it a <laughs> haunting? Yes. Is it still have very old fixtures? They have not upgraded. Yes, but it's it's about the vibe, you know? It's just it's about always. The always. Okay, well we got derailed for a second, but <laughs> you know us, that's not really a surprise. But yes, there is there is new energy. It feels like 2020 may or may not have finally reversed. They were like in neutral, we were stuck, and now it seems like we can just floor it to the pedal and reverse the fuck out. No, it, we we were done with 2020. This year, we needed this. We needed this. We no. needed, I, I think like, I think most people listening probably like just needed this, but yeah. regardless of your political views, this was an extremely terrible year, an extremely yep. stressful week. The election yep. was like, talk about like, what was that? What were people saying? You know how they said March lasted for like seven months because yeah, of course- it did. And it, now yeah. this week lasted, the election lasted for essentially like third or fourth Tuesday. Exactly. Yeah. Tuesday lasted for a million days. And I also saw the meme that the election this year was like the notebook. There's like a big white house. Letters were missed. Um, there's like, unrequ- I don't know. I forget the meme, but please look it up. If not only just to see Ryan Gosling in his best look, which is as Noah. Yeah. There, I'm sorry. There's never been a hotter protagonist in a romantic comedy than Ryan Gosling. So you prefer Ryan Gosling over Ryan Reynolds? Okay, which is very controversial because I am technically 50% Canadian. I, I'm sorry. It's You know what it is? It's the notebook. I, I'm still not emotionally over the notebook. I know. I also think Ryan Gosling in Crazy Stupid Love when he's like all Rico Suave, oh. that puts me over. But Ryan Reynolds, I know that we would get along better. I just know yes. it. I think yes. I pick Ryan Reynolds, but okay. But yeah, so <laughs> so guys, regardless of who your Ryan is, because yep. that's another freaking debate in itself. And like, oh my gosh, I'm sure the You're country's right. divided on that in that as well. No, and also Ryan Philippi could also be added. And, and also Ryan, there's one more Ryan. Damn it. Know. Maybe nope, I'm ridiculous. thinking of uh, the Chris's, Chris Hemsworth, Chris oh. Pratt, and Chris okay. Pine. Yeah, yeah. And if we're talking about Hemsworth, how about that, obviously, the oldest, can't think of his name right now, who's in Thor. Chris, that's Chris. Chris, oh yeah, and then there's Liam, and then they have another third brother who looks nothing like them. You know what, like, there's nothing, I guess, I guess they're all lucky, all of these people, they're you know, talented, good looking, rich, mm-hmm. all that stuff. But like, yep. how it sucks to just be like, which do you prefer? If there was another alley and they always compared me to her, I'd be like, no, oh, please kill me. No, I actually am very lucky in that space because it's so rare that people know two hopes. So I kind of always win. Yeah. And the most time I meet people who know hopes, they're generally dogs. Like, dogs? Yes, like I, oh, oh. <laughs> like people name their dogs Hope, yeah. especially if they've like had a tragic accident. Like I used to watch this dog named Hope and her back legs, she couldn't use them. So she was in a wheelchair. <laughs> she would like God. walk on the front too. It's always and like no, someone with a second chance. Is no, people Hope. are like, oh, you must have overcome a lot of adversity. I'm like, um, I'm a white woman. I'm a white straight woman in the US. I uh, don't think I've overcome a lot of adversity, but 
you know, I'll tap. It'll be my um, gravy train ticket. If you know, well, what I mean. you're also lucky because you don't have sisters. So growing up, there's always the comparison. Like, who's cuter, this one or this one? Wait, well, this savage. You know what? The country's divided, but the country is divided. Country's divided on who's cuter, Allie or her sister, Ryan Gosling <laughs> or Ryan Reynolds, and who is going to be our next president. But we are excited right. to share that the election has finally come to an end. And we've got, that was a doozy, breath of fresh air. And we are so excited to report that Kamala Harris is the first female vice president, the first black vice president, the first Mm -hmm. South Asian vice president elect, of course. And we're just, it's about damn time. I think even if you are like, you didn't necessarily vote for Biden and Harris, the, just the idea that even if, screw your political sides, it's a, like, it's the image. It's like she confirmed an image that we all thought could happen. I mean, do not bring up 2016. Still so emotionally triggered by that election. <laughs> I will be working that out in therapy for probably the next two to five years. But it's just this idea of like, okay, women, you can get in the damn White House. You know, it's time. We look good in white. The suffragettes wore white. White <laughs> house. You know? No, like we look amazing in white. No, we, we so wait, Allie, have you ever thought about it if you would run like for local government? No, I've absolutely actually never thought about that. And I never would think about that. <laughs> would you? I mean, Probably not. Actually, Dave and I have had this conversation where he's like, I think you're a little bit too emotional for politics. Like, I don't know if you could be even killed when talking to someone of the opposite side. And he's not wrong. Whenever I talk about an issue I'm passionate about, I cry every time. I, I, can't, <laughs> I feel very, very passionate about it. And if it, well, even if someone asks a clarifying question on it, I cry. Oh, so you don't support me? And just say you don't support women everywhere? Awesome. Yeah. It could, what could one of those things be like, why don't they serve pumpkin spice lattes after a certain date? Oh, (gasps) so you don't support women. Okay. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I, I, I have no, no, no desire, but I fully support people who have the desire and I strongly encourage women to get involved if they have the desire. Wait, I have a pressing question for you. Have you had a Starbucks holiday drink yet? No. And I don't actually drink any of that. Okay, I know, but do you do you even get like an iced latte just for the cup, or like a hot latte just for the Christmas cup vibe? Yeah, 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 always. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I am at least happy that they waited until after Halloween because I swear last year holiday cups were like out in September. I would still have an iced cold brew, and they were putting in a holiday oh, cup. They capitalize off that shit real quick. No, Starbucks no. is like. Please alert all of the women between yes. ages of eighteen and. Yep. I don't even know. 18 don't know. and over 95. Yes. <laughs> that basically 18 until you don't have a pulse. Yeah. And 18 and six feet under that the holiday yes. cups are out. <laughs> the holiday cups are out. And also Starbucks is so, I almost just said she tribe is so good at branding. We are, but Starbucks is so Incredible. Good, at, <laughs> good at branding because they purposely spell your name wrong because they want you to take a photo and be like, hashtag Starbucks fail but you're just generating awareness, awareness. Oh, and a little bit more awareness for them. I don't know. I'm kind, I do like Starbucks. I'm not going to come on here and be like, eh, Starbucks, Starbucks, fuck Starbucks. But yeah. I do much prefer like going to these smaller local places because yep. I'm a trailblazer. 
you are a trailblazer in the space. Yeah. Okay. Well, now that we've had just a deep dive into Starbucks, we have a topic to bring up, guys, that we think now more than ever is so relevant. And I'm going to just kick us off, but it's this idea of lately, Al and I, Al, come on down, Al. Please. I've been having this conversation about how we are never happy because we are always waiting on the exact next thing, you know? Yeah. Like I was confiding in hope that a lot of time. I mean, I know you can all relate to this, like even with the election, I felt incredible on Saturday. That was the news I was hoping for. I was so, so, so excited. I think we were all exhausted from an extremely long week, but it just goes to show that, you know, we're waiting, waiting, waiting and expecting that when something happens to feel so, so happy and that we'll be better once, once we, you know, reach that point. But the takeaway here is like, okay, Biden won. I feel, I'm so happy about that. And things will change. I do believe that. But like, I still wake up today and, you know, still got to go to work, still got to yeah. pay the bills, still got to deal with all that bullshit. So we, if, if you base your life around like waiting for something to happen, turns out not everything changes the second something happens. No, and not, you got to create your own little wins each day to feel feel something to feel alive. It's so crazy that things that happen are just temporary. You know, it's like this wild idea of like, oh, I bought a new pair of jeans and that's supposed to last forever. You know? Or you're like, this pair of jeans is, I I will not be happy until I buy this pair of jeans. Then you buy it, you wear it Mm -hmm. once and the high just goes away instantly. I also was thinking about how I was convinced that until I found someone, like I, I could never be truly happy until I had like a boo thing. And I'm not talking about like those guys you'd randomly meet at bars and then hook up with. I'm talking about like someone who knows your middle name, you know, and like mm-hmm. your birthday. And I finally found that in David. And yes, he's incredible. But guess what? Still got to take out the trash. Still fight about who's doing dishes, you know? Date night? Mm, unclear if that still happens on a regular cadence, you know? Oh, I know. I know. I mean, like we said, being an adult is like the matrix. Like one day <laughs> you are... I mean, let me tell you, the past few weeks for me have been have been just incredibly fun. Let, let me explain. So we are like right now going through the ultimate marathon of being adults. And so yeah. one week we are figuring out how to refinance our home. The next week we are trying to figure out how to lease a new car and then potentially renovating a part of our home. Yeah. Oh, I do all that while also making sure my half and half is not expired. Oh, so it's, that's devastating. Yeah. That happens. So it's been a, it's been a journey lately. So basically the takeaway here is like, if you're just waiting and waiting, waiting, waiting for something to happen for you to be happy, it's just not going to happen. Like yeah. I, I really think I had a come to Jesus moment this morning when I woke up because I'm like, okay, Biden won. It happened. And I'm still feeling freaking tired. I'm still feeling stressed about X, Y, and Z. So how do we create these small wins? Like what are little things that we can do? Hope. Yeah. To start to feel good. 
I mean, I think the first thing is we've got to stop the conditional statements of like, I'll be happy when I can fit into my size six jeans that I think were secretly shrunk in the dryer. So now they're a size four. And baby, I was not built that way. Okay, honey, I was built like, you know, as we've talked about, a beautiful, strong Greek woman. And so those conditional things, like I'll be happy when my kitchen's clean, or I'll be happy when I don't have 12 meetings at work all in a row. And guess what? There, When you are invested in conditional things, then your happiness is conditional. That That's just the end all and the, and the end. <laughs> I'm at the beginning and the end, but yeah. So what are some things that are like long lasting? I think Allie and I have actually been talking a lot about self-care and how part of your self-care is knowing your purpose. And obviously Allie and I have found what our purpose is. Spoiler, it's she tried. And, you know, at least that's rooted in something like firm so that it doesn't disappoint. Like we, every time we're working towards our purpose, I feel, I feel happier and it doesn't go away. Cause it's like, it's lifelong. You know, you can't, it's not a, Ooh, I went to old Navy and got a denim jacket and walked out. Like we work on it every single day and it means something to us. And it has like a higher purpose than just ourselves. Ooh, dare I say it? Finding things that are bigger than yourself is probably a good way to generate happiness. So it's not all about you, you know? Even though it, in my head, it, it is always about me. But. Like they've been telling us this all along and now it just yeah. suddenly clicks, you know? Yeah. It's like you have to do it the wrong way about 99 times before you realize like, oh, actually what everyone's been saying is in fact true. And I, you know, should have jumped on. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking about too how these little things that you can do to just make your day a little bit more interesting. Like you were yep. rearranging your furniture, right? Oh my gosh, you guys, I, I got to loop you in on this. So I saw this post on Instagram and it was like fun things you can do without spending money. And so I love that hashtag budget life. And so the first thing on it was take your existing furniture, everything in your house and just rearrange it to kind of get that feeling of newness instead of buying that newness. And so I went to work this weekend. We like rearranged our living room, put the couches in completely different spots. David built an island out of wood because he's a carpenter apparently. And then we, we rotated our bed a 180. And so you didn't even know that level of detail. But I promise you guys, I woke up this morning. It felt like a new house. It literally felt like I went out and bought stuff. I mean, yes, it's my own stuff, but completely just changes the vibe. Sometimes you got to shake it up. I've been in this house for seven months and the couches have always faced the same way, you know? <laughs> you yeah. don't know what I'm talking about because I know the layout of your living room and I, you couldn't move anything. I couldn't move anything, but I'm comfortable. No. I'm obsessed with my couch. My body's imprinted in it. Oh, that And couch, I wouldn't yeah. have it any other way. No, no, no. That couch is life, but I have smaller, almost modular furniture because I think 90% of it is from Ikea. So it's life is to do this. It's just yeah, yeah, yeah. little Legos. Yeah. Um, but I was also saying like, hi, we have um, probably 30 pounds of makeup. Why don't we just spend a day trying out a new look? Just so it, again, it feels like something different, but it's with your own stuff. Also, Jamie Walsh, who's our VP of branding and social media, was crafting, making this beautiful fuzzy blanket out of yarn you can buy at Joann's. Right. You know, she, you know what? We need to figure out a way, y'all, to make the next two months of 2020 yeah. really mean something. I, mm -hmm. I don't know about you, but I've been coasting, mm -hmm. at least at least in terms of happiness. Like I've yeah. been letting things happen to me and not making life happen for me. Yeah. So 
That's so true. I don't know if you think that I'm profound for saying that, but you should. You are very profound. We, we can do this together. We, we've, a lot of us have been waiting when COVID ends, I'll do this. When the election ends, I'll do this. Well, Mm -hmm. guess what? The election ended. So let's do something. Let's do small wins. Go rearrange your stuff. Go clean out a drawer. Go watch the home edit on Netflix and figure out a way to clean out your closet to make you feel refreshed, renew. Maybe an ounce of happiness is added to your day because it's the small wins that's going to get us through the rest of this year. Yeah. You know what cracks me up is when you're so unhappy, which is my basically my entire 2020, but yet you don't change anything you're doing. Yeah. Like I feel really unhappy because I'm not as active any anymore, but yet I do, I don't even work out for a minute. You right. I mean? Do I have one minute in the day to do a jumping jack? I do. <laughs> I do. I'm not doing it, you know? Well, I have made more of an effort. Like when I feel that way, the biggest thing is to switch from watching TV to just reading. Cause yeah. that's when I Ooh, feel. Yeah. I'm like, wow, I am a professor. I am an intellect that just prefers to read over staring at a screen for six hours. But Okay. As I say that, I do need to tell you, did you watch The Queen's Gambit or have you heard of it? Okay. Everyone has been telling me I should watch it, but I have not. Oh my God. I love it so much. I watched it. I binged it over the past, I think, few days. Um, it's all a blur, but yep. it's about this uh, this girl and she becomes, or she is just the most talented chess player in the world and she just freaking crushes. and. Amen. At first, I'm like, ugh, this doesn't sound that good. And then it's so addicting and good. And I just want to be her. And no, I don't have any desire to play chess because it seems like the most complex game ever, but you should watch it. It's a good one. You know, like people who are really good at puzzles or like the Rubik's Cube? Yeah. The type of people who are good at chess. I can't think more than three or, well, actually, not in, actually, Allie, you and I might be phenomenal at chess because we have thought out every bad case scenario that could go down in our lives. No, like, I know. Have, remember no, when, so we we played, have... when we played Rummy Cube? Ooh. That's actually like a very, okay. It's somewhat similar because you have to think of all the situations yes. that you can do and you play out different things in your head because you have to yep. think a few steps ahead. So you're, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't want to do it. I don't want to learn the new game. No, but I, I, no, I definitely, I don't want the patience and uh, I have friends who play like virtual games of chess against each other and they spend literally 30 minutes picking their move. And right. No, you have like up to 30 minutes, I think. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a no for me, dog. Yeah. Um, Instead, I'd rather sit on the couch, right? No, <laughs> I mean, same. <laughs> same. Wait, Allie, do you have a book recommendation for the peeps that are listening? Anything you've read lately that you're like, this is really good? Um, so... I've read a bunch of books lately. The one I liked the most was The Last Mrs. Parrish. Um, oh, yes. I, I heard I need to read Untamed and that that's amazing. Oh, okay. Allie, first of all, this podcast is being sponsored by my stomach growls because I <laughs> what it is. It's like the moment I sit down, it's like, oh, this would be a nice top and, top and nod moment. I'm unclear if that's how you say it. Um, <laughs> Untamed. Oh, thank you. Glennon Doyle. Yes. I love her. I read it. One thing I will say is I I think it's a fantastic piece of work. It is short stories. So it doesn't connect in a way that it normally would. 
there are some like overlapping themes or characters, but each chapter is like a new story. So I, when I was reading it, I almost felt like I should just read a chapter a night because like Interesting. it didn't, it pushed me to go forward, but her writing is just, it's just delicious. She just. Okay. I'm so excited. I'm going to read yeah, that. Yeah. Get it. So I, good. Um, what am I reading right now? What's it called? It's like, God forbid I remember what I'm currently reading. Mm-mm, can't, can't do it. Can't remember, but I like it. So that's what sucks. Um, okay. We'll put I'll, it in the show notes. I'll put it in the show. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually have a handful of recommendations that I could put in the show notes if people look oh. or if they need a book to read. Um, yeah. That has been small joys for me during this time. So we could do like a little Instagram show and tell and just like Allie's top five favorites in books. I mean, let's not get ahead of ourselves. I've okay, had maybe okay. five books in the past, you know, <laughs> five decades. No, I, Devin like really wants me to read this book and I, I committed to him. So I told him I would, he gave it to me, I want to say in January, it's called okay. The White Coat Investor. Um, oh. And all that means is like someone who's been in his his uh, field where you've been in training forever and you know are 34 and just starting your first job like how do you start to become a human and make money and so I have been putting off this book for okay so it's it's November so that would equal 10 months and so I now I have two months left before end of year to read it and it's like Ugh, I know my mother-in-law's listening hi Helen I love you don't yell at me (laughs) wait Helen I love you too I know it's just like it's so fun That's to hard. read fiction. And then the second you have to read The White Coat Investor, it's like, no, I'm going to turn on The Queen's Gambit, sweetie. Wait, I started, it'll be my third time through. I started The Confidence Code last night and it's the same vibes. Like it's really good. It's not super research-based. I mean, it is all based in research, but it's not like they're like, you know, throwing every statistic at you at one time. But I got through one chapter and I felt the same way. I'm like, I can yeah. This is not a multi-chapter kind of, no. you need one chapter a day, Allie. There needs to be like a wife spying on a husband and then yes, murdering murder. him to get me murder. into the book or like something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, feel I, just, I get vibes that that's not what the white coat investor is about. I kind of had a sneaking suspicion as well that it, it probably doesn't have a wife and a, and a murdered man in some field. Okay. Well, maybe you guys can hold me accountable and I will okay. start reading it and like maybe okay so it's it's november beginning of november yeah we can do this we can do this okay. uh all right so we'll be small wins for the rest of this year guys Ooh, yes if you have a small win dm it to us we want to know one thing you did this week that's getting you back on track you yeah know? guys remember yeah. it's the journey not the destination Ooh, love that okay without i don't know if we can say something more profound than that so the <laughs> gents This wraps up another stunning podcast and um, we'll see you next week. See ya.